0: Episode 20. Let's have some fun. It's football died. Good morning, don't read Me fans. I'm Asus, the man on the other side of the Mikey Z C.
1: Hey, good morning, man. Exciting days today, man. Good to see you.
0: You see it's different, right? Uh it's daylight outside and uh we're actually doing a pod. Yeah,
1: I know, right? It's weird, it's different. I'm ready though. It's uh Different time, different day. Football is actually back, so uh, I'm excited to watch uh watch the boys back in action again today.
0: Those sweet words you said, EC. Those sweet words. What'd you say? Football is actually back today. Manchester United plays uh, the v Tottenham. The game is uh, 2:15 Central Time, I believe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Got it. Got a DVR to record it up just in case anything goes stupid, but <coughs> probably more. To be watching that bad boy live, but yeah, it's going down today. Huge game. You, we, we can talk about what happened with the other games and how that fits in with us later. But yeah, it is going to be super exciting. A whole lot on the line, as you know. So, really excited to finally get this thing going, man.
0: Oh well, you, I mean, since you brought up the other games, let's, let's let's get into those first because we had yeah. uh, we had Man City versus Arsenal, and then yeah. um, uh, Sheffield United versus Aston Villa. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to to watch those games. Um, I ca- I caught the end of the Arsenal City game. Um, yeah, I think it was like it was <coughs> shocking. It was like. I've never seen 11 minutes of stoppage time, EC, and I caught it like at the ninth minute of the, of the 11 minutes stoppage times, but let's get into the first match. Uh, yeah. Aston Villa and, and Sheffield United get up since you watched it. Give me, give us a rundown. How did it go? Yeah.
1: So it was a pretty, I I'd say Villa played it a lot better than I thought they were going to play to start out the match. Um, definitely. It's, it's going to be um, a huge deal. Um, Because in this game, you're going to see where not having fans actually, I think, helped Sheffield because, or not Sheffield, excuse me, helped Ashton Villa because they weren't um, pressing. They weren't trying to make something happen they didn't need to. So they took their time. They kind of developed and got into the game. And so they really did a really good job in the the first half. Um, Right towards the very end, excuse me, right towards the very end of that first half, it was a very controversial play. People have already, probably already seen it. Sheffield had a free kick mm-hmm. um, from, I'd say, about 10 feet from outside the box, from outside the 18. Perfect free kick. Goes spinning. It's kind of an awkward ball, and the keeper catches it. The Villa keeper catches it. However, the Villa striker bumps into him and knocks him inside the goal. So the whole ball and the whole goalie is inside of the goal. And for whatever reason, the goal line technology on the referee's watch didn't work. So he didn't call it a goal. They didn't do VAR. They didn't, the goal line, like I said, technology didn't work. And so they didn't allow it. Um, Totally helped us out because that goal would have probably won them the game. But in the long run, um, I would say Sheffield definitely got screwed. Um, Second half, kind of the same deal. I would say Sheffield did a lot better, controlled the ball, had some chances. Um, but ultimately it wind up being um, a 0-0 uh, draw, which should have been a Sheffield win. So that one, as you know, is big for us um, because them having three points as opposed to them just getting one point, um, you know, if we can win today, that just sets us up because we still have a game in hand with those guys. And so if we can um, – obviously today's the most important, but, you know, looking down the road, if we can beat them, um, that's going to be huge. So I would say all in all Sheffield played a good game. Um, I think they got screwed. But Ashton Villa in the first half, I thought, played really, really well. And like I said, I think without having the fans and the expectations and the booze, if you're not doing well and, you know, you're, you're passing and play, your pattern's not going well, you know, fans getting antsy and, you know, they're able to just kind of play it back to the keeper, you know, play it back with the center backs um, and not get in too much of a hurry. I really felt like it helped them a lot. So it's going to be interesting to see. They are going to pipe in, you know, noise, noise mm-hmm. but literally it's not it's not the same like the emotions like most most football fans are pretty smart so they know when to boo when to cheer um and so it's not going to be the same so um, you could tell it really it really helped them slow the game down which really uh, was to their benefit but i think the technology side of it um that really gave them that point that they needed because they're they're battling and they're they're really fighting for their lives um i will say this jack grealish um played an, an outstanding game um and i only bring him up because i know we're in for him um or that's the rumors i should say he played a, he played a brilliant game um was all over the pitch i saw him um on defense way way back i saw him in the midfield on the left the right uh, up front um just just a maestro um with some of the passes that he made through the game so um, Do I think he'd want to come off the bench if he came to United? I don't, but I think he probably would. But we can get into that a little bit later. But uh, all in all, it was a really good game. Um, Second game of the day was uh, the blockbuster game, two top six clubs uh, traditionally. Um, Obviously, not right now. I don't don't know where Arsenal sits. I don't know if they're ninth, I believe. Ninth. Anywho, really, really good uh, start to the game for those guys. Um, They came out of the blocks. Trying to 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 make things happen for whatever reason they did not want to put Obama Yang up front. Uh, they put Nketiah up front. Um, he's he actually played for Leeds last year, but didn't even start for Leeds. So it was a little it was very interesting to see him up front. Lacazette did not start. Um, Pepe didn't play. Um, they had a lot of players out that they should have played, in my opinion. Anyways, they played well up until about the forty fifth minute. I don't know what David Luiz was on, but he decided to, to use his left knee to try to clear a ball that he could have just put his body in front of. Um, Sterling jumped on the end of it, and they scored a goal right before the end of the half. That, for me, really killed it because they were playing really well um, at the at Etihad the um, to play like that. I, and I say really well. They, they played well enough to where it should have been 0-0. By the end of the half, I'll say that because they weren't playing outstanding. They played well enough, and at the Etihad to to hold City to no no goals. That's a that's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um, second half, kind of the same thing. Um, City turned on a little bit more. Again, your boy David Luiz pops up, gets beat, gets turned, grabs the guy in the box. Not only is it a penalty, it's a red card. Now they're playing with 10 men the rest of the game. Matter of fact, I think De Bruyne scores the penalty. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, there's a huge collision. I want to say like 70th, uh, 78, 76 minute. Huge collision between a a substitute 19-year-old kid and the goalie uh, for Arsenal. Actually, sorry, the goalie for City. Uh, just smokes this kid. I don't know if he broke his nose. I don't know. He he broke something because they had to put him in the uh, had to get the stretcher out. Had to get the you know the, the medics. Everyone was out, and it took at least at a minimum it took ten minutes to get him to get him situated. So prayers to that kid because he was only nineteen years old. Um, I think Phil Foden, I think, scored uh, late in that game to make it three nil, um, and so it kind of gives you. Kind of gives you an understanding of where Arsenal will probably finish up. Um, they just they just look bad. Again, they didn't play all their players. I don't know what Arteta was thinking. I don't know if he was showing respect to Pep. I don't. I don't know. It it just it it wasn't it wasn't his strongest team. I think he subbed in Lacazette late. Um, I didn't understand it, but I would say ultimately um, of the two games, the City Arsenal game was better just from a goal standpoint. I think the the um, the Villa game, it was kind of boring, but it did have some controversy with that goal. It was totally a goal. If you get a chance, go check it out. It was a goal. Um, you don't need goal line technology; just use your eyes and the ball and the and the goalie was in the goal. But no, it was, it was fun. But uh, now we get to we get to the business end, as they say, and we get to our boys playing and uh, should be it should be very very exciting. Should be a really good game. Very, very excited for it.
0: When you uh, when you watch both matches um did you see some sort of ring rust uh it was the, the the play fluid uh <clears throat> I'm, I'm trying to compare it to when we lost football in march was yeah there, was there was there a lag is did it look more like a preseason game than anything like uh you know like when the bundesliga started up again it just very looked very choppy uh there's no fluidity to it um these, uh, like I said, I barely caught the, the the tail end of the uh, of the Arsenal City match, and um, I, I mean, I didn't, I couldn't make a decision on <clears throat> the style of play. I didn't record it, um, unfortunately, so I wasn't able to rewatch. I watched some highlights. Obviously, I watched the the controversial highlight of uh, of the, the Sheffield United game. Um, yeah, and they really didn't go into too much detail uh, on uh, NBC Sports um after the match yeah they, they had to go to their other programming so it was kind of like you're left to your own something Revise. like myself yeah something like myself yeah. they didn't watch it having to read different people's opinions and on why the referee didn't uh, you know var wasn't involved and uh so forth i mean but getting back to the original question was there you know did it look choppy did it look sloppy
1: it didn't look sloppy to me. I mean, I, these guys have done a good job. I think the league's done a good job with letting them scrimmage other teams. Um, doesn't matter what level the, the teams are or who the teams are, but letting them have other teams come in and scrimmage, I think that helped. Um, it is different in that there are these water breaks that they take. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll get into the flow of the game, get going, and I think there's like two water breaks um, during the game. So they kind of, you know, they stop and it's not a long water break. It's a minute water break. And so that kind of, you know, stops the play a little bit. But um, no, I thought I thought both teams looked good. Like I say, Villa, I thought was relaxed. I thought they looked good. I thought, you know, they had an opportunity to to do some things. But again, you know, Sheffield is a better team. They sit higher on the table. They have an opportunity to to make uh, a Europa uh, League spot. And so you could tell once they finally got into the game, um, they were going to have some opportunities, which they did, um, to win. They just didn't. Um, the chance that they had, they got screwed. The referee screwed that up. I think it was Mike Dean. I'm not. Um, don't quote me on that, but I think it was Mike. So he screwed up. He he does. I don't think anyone would need goal line technology. If the Where he was standing, mm-hmm. he should have been able to see that that. The whole ball was inside the goal and he immediately pointed to his watch, which is, it's ridiculous. But I'll take it as a United fan because, like I said, we've got a game in hand with those guys.
0: Well, that, and, I think these two, these two matches were the, the games that they're they're making up for um, because the Sheffield had a game in hand with us and our, yeah. Arsenal. So I think now we're getting everybody's all even, even Steven today started yeah. started today everybody's good to go everybody's on the same amount of games so um you know it's uh, it is what it is final stretch right the final countdown of the season yeah. um, obviously we know where Liverpool is um but you know I'm, I'm top 4 is definitely attainable I, I don't i don't i don't see with um with that being said i don't see us not being able to challenge it it all depends on how we come out today obviously we're very optimistic it's like the beginning of the season all over again you see it's like you know you have all these chances it's like it's like the beginning of that movie major league you remember it this is going to be our year this is going to be our year and towards the middle of the season they're like you know they have that one fan that just you know you know hates the team you know (laughs) because the team just sucks but i mean it just seems like you know this is you know this is a new season uh, sh- quick and fast season Because if you see the r- the run of games I think we have what Four games till- before the end of the month We have this one uh, We have one Wednesday And then we have uh, One next Sunday And then yeah. we have one um, next Tuesday uh, The Tuesday following So we have four games within the You know within a 14 day sp- span So uh, it's going to really test our Test our uh, our bench And I think uh, And this is where all Ole- is now he's gonna have to make his money, <coughs> but getting back to uh, you mentioned his name Jack Grealish. Uh, let's talk about you know let's talk about some transfer stuff. Jack yeah. Grealish, um, knucklehead or not a knucklehead? I know United are in for him, but those of you who haven't heard, Jack Grealish uh, got in another um, hit and run incident, and, you know uh, uh, he's been charged by uh, by the PD or well, the authorities over there um, that he you know he hit a vehicle, parked car, I believe. Uh, and then obviously he just drove off. Do we want that type of player? United. He already had his, you know, he already had his his um, run-ins with the authorities uh, during COVID by violating the rules, going out and partying. He gave his heartfelt message, but I mean, hit and run, EC. Come on. Yeah,
1: it, it it's horrible. It's it's bad. I'm not I'm not gonna make any excuses for the incident. However, I am gonna I am gonna say this. He's not young in football in football uh, uh, terms as far as age um, he's 24 25 I believe um, and so he's he's in the prime he's in his prime he's where he needs to make his big move um, and I do want it to be with us he, here's the thing um, this is the this is that big boy step that we, that we talk about when we talk about you know you, you play at a level you, you play in championship you know you, you play in the Premier League you're doing well this is that big move um, and so for him, my whole message would be, look, you're the leader of that club, but but let's look at where they are. Let's look at where they've been. They've, they've had some success, but where they are right now is the bottom of the table, potentially going down back to the championship. If we give you this opportunity, it is going to be with a very short leash. It's not, we're not going to, you're not going to make us look like idiots. And so in, your, in his contract, I'd have stipulations like that, you know, mm-hmm. if you're going to go out and drink. If you're gonna go out and party. If you're gonna go out and do, do do go do these things that you've been caught doing, we're gonna go ahead and release you. And so he's a great talent, and we've we've all seen this in all walks of sport. You know, guys with great talent, they get out there, they're they're awesome. But when when the lights are off and they're out between the outside of those lines, they don't know how to freaking act. Mm-hmm. And so I would tell him straight up, you know, if I'm Ole, I'd say, look, we'd love to have you. You're a great talent, but there is a huge but. And if you violate and make us look stupid, we're going to go ahead and release you. So if you want to sign, cool. If not, we'll find another midfielder. Because like I said, the kid is, he is there. I I think he's a Premier League top player. Um, I won't say like great, but the passes he was making, the decision making that he has on the field, um, they're great. But again, we've seen it time and time again where you get these young kids, a lot of, a lot of talent, a lot of ability, a lot of skill, but they don't know how to be professionals off the field. And if you can't do that, I mean, you're just not going to make it because what if some what if he hits someone? You know, what if someone was stepping out of the car and he and he hit him. Um any number of things. What if, you know, what if what if there's alcohol involved with this deal? So, you know, the NFL, the NBA, hockey, baseball, you name it. They're it's littered with guys who have issues off the field. Mm-hmm doesn't matter if you can't take care of yourself you're gonna have a hard time getting a contract
0: no I totally agree and um, and the fact that you said you see this guy's not young he no he he knows what's at stake and yet he still puts himself in that position Um, and you said uh, all leagues are littered with the the guys that you know once they step outside those you know like you said out the out in the real world, Outside the lines that they play in, uh, they don't know how to act. And I believe <laughs> – I, I don't – I think Jack Grealish has has some issues in his past with Villa and those things that we need to look at. Uh, the risk-reward factor, uh, is he going to get – you know, he's – obviously, he's not going to be starting. so Right. And how much money are you going to be paying him? Is he really – is he worth it for a bench player? For United bench, obviously, you'll be starting on any, any other team. <clears throat> How he could start with us in cup games, um, you know, give us that, you know, that power off the bench. Um, but <clears throat> the risk-reward factor for a man for a man that, you know, just can't get out of his own way. I I, I liked the when the rumors started floating around before COVID – I like the fact him and him James Madison uh, were were two English players that you know that they were they were talking about and I really liked them both uh, James Madison rumors that they they felt they fell off um, they really stuck to this Jack Grealish deal but then you started seeing this pattern with Jack Grealish <coughs> and the ones that the ones that actually come on here and then they give their contrite apology and then they go out and do it again those are you know bull, it's bullcrap yeah, it's bullshit yeah yeah, it yeah. Is.
1: Yes, yeah, and that and that's the thing. You got your actions are going to speak way louder than your <laughs> words. You yeah. know that they wrote that script for him with the COVID deal. You yeah. know he didn't mean any of that. Exactly. And hell, he probably went out again and just didn't get caught. No. Uh, just be real.
0: Yeah. Or had people in his house? Who knows?
1: Exactly. So he 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 has to. It's one of those moments where he's got to go. All right, this is a big boy club. I got to get out of. I, I'm, I know I'm the captain at Villa, but to, in 2020 that doesn't mean a whole lot right now. Right. No disrespect to Villa that there's not what they were. Right. So he has to humble himself, one, in the fact that, to your point, he ain't starting. Mm -hmm. He's got to humble himself there. He also has to humble himself and say, all right, with me not starting and me busting my butt in practice, am I still going to be able to? Because you got to figure if he's on, you know, 60 grand a week right now, they're going to bump him up to 100 grand a week. You know that because it's United. Is he going to be able to now take himself and go, okay, I got extra money in my pocket. Mm-hmm. I want to go out. I'm in Manchester now. I want to go out. I, I'm, I'm the new man in town. Mm-hmm. I want to go see the women. I want to go have a drink. You know, am I going to be able to control myself? I know, I know there's organizations. I know this sounds funny, but it happens, guys. There's organizations where they literally have people babysit these grown men. And I think he's in that boat. I think he's that person that he might need some coaching off the field to get him right because, you know, Villas it's high profile, but United's on a whole nother spectrum. And, you know, I'm sure there's guys on our squad that do things from time to time. We don't hear a whole lot about it, but if you're out getting DUIs and you're running into cars, it don't matter who you play for. That's going to hit the news and that's going to circulate around and it's not going to look good for United. So He might need somebody to kind of shadow him, a check in, whatever you want to call it, um, if he can't control himself. Because, again, I don't think United's going to want to put, you know, a bad name for themselves out there by associating themselves with someone who, like you said, he's he's already known to say the rules really don't account to me because I'm a football player. So um, I like I said, I would take the risk, but I would tell him straight up. You don't have three strikes. Mm-hmm. You got a strike. You if you if And I'm not saying, like, he misses, he's late to practice, so we're going to cut him. I'm saying, like, the things that you're talking about, the things that you spoke about when we started, those are unacceptable. Like, you can't do those things and then expect us to put you into the team and to start you and to play you because we're, that's not what we represent. So he he has to understand that coming in.
0: And then another thing you see, you have to look at it. The guy's on the English; he's on the fringe for the English, the national team. Yeah. Again, I mean, do you, the guy's a lot at stake, and he does he does crap like this. So, I mean, within uh, two months, four month span. I mean, how's Gareth Southgate going to say, you know what? Uh, I rather just go with somebody that was younger, maybe a little less talented, but he doesn't give me uh, near the headache, you know? Because yeah, he's, Jack, got, Jack, he's,
1: he's, he's got Foden, he's got Madison, he's got other yeah. other options. to to pick from
0: and and i'm not saying jack Grealish is a cult hero but amongst the english fans i mean they like they like i like jack Grealish. i like jack i like a lot i do but i mean again you say is he worth it is he not worth it uh that's for time to tell that's for jack Grealish to actually look in the mirror and say you know what um you know i'm gonna quit doing what i'm doing i'm gonna grow the hell up and uh (laughs) i'm just gonna Put my nose, you know, nose to the grindstone and and um you know, just work for United. Or whomever, whomever whatever team he goes to. But the guy needs to just grow up. Um couple of more transfer notes. Snappily man, putting a putting up hefty price tag on Koulibaly. Koulibaly. At twenty eight I like Koulibaly.
1: At
0: twenty eight. No, he's gonna be torn, he's gonna turn twenty nine this year. Is he worth that? It? it should Okay, because I know I think we're we probably sit on two sides of the fence on this one. Yeah, should United splash that much money for a player that's twenty nine years old?
1: I'm 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 on the side of if it's a keeper, I'm down. I don't want to spend and give a long term contract to a 29, 28 year old midfielder. So I'm not.
0: No, he's a defender. I, he's a center, He's a central defender.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm 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 on the I'm on the, the side of like once you hit 27, 28, seven, twenty-eight, I'm starting to look to see if you're ready to kind of either take a pay cut, um, you know, take a, a seat back. And I, I really feel like that's the way Ole feels. I don't I don't think Ole's into getting older guys. He's a good player. I'm not slighting him at all. He's a really good player. I just think that the vibe around the club is we need to get younger guys. Um, that are on the way, that are about to hit their prime, uh, and then they'll come off the bench, they'll play, and eventually, once they get into their prime, we'll have our systems in, in order, and then they'll be able to shine. So, um, I you know, I'd stare clear of it. Um, I still feel like McGuire needs a solid partner. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm i not down on Baye. I'm not down on Lingard. I think they should stay at the club. Um, I just think that Maguire deserves a more solidified center back, and um, and I think that that would really really sharpen up a defense. That really, if you you really can't argue that we don't have one of the best defenses in the world. Um, I mean, our 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 record speaks for itself. I know people will argue and say, well, you know, you're putting two CDMs and you've got four center back. I don't care. We're not giving up any goals. We're scoring goals and winning games. So. My whole thing is, I like him, but once you get to twenty eight, I feel like you're on the wrong side of of the coin, and I think you're kind of on the decline. Um So I would I would shoot for somebody a little bit younger.
0: Well, hey, we agree on something, DC. Hey, 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 hey. 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 And does it's it always Friday. happen? Does <laughs> it, yeah, it doesn't always happen? But you know, <laughs> I agree with you one hundred percent. And I know you. We've uh, we've talked about Koulibaly in the past. Um Great defender in City. Huh? Yeah, uh, and that's and that's what we and that's the thing, for a City A team, especially Napoli. Napoli's is a good you know uh, a good club uh, in Serie A. but yeah. you're gonna bring a defender at twenty eight, twenty nine into the Premier League. So there's only a few defenders that can come from one league to another, and players that and that doesn't have a transition period. That just hit the ground running. So let's assume that he he's gonna be the average. European transfer coming from one league to another, he's gonna have that year to struggle. So what does that make him? Twenty nine, thirty, and for large money like Napoli wants, and for a contract that he's gonna want to get, I think we'd be setting ourselves up just like we talked about <clears throat> last last week with Jaden Sancho and and just like we talked about with um, uh, Alexi Sanchez, giving these guys huge contracts and then they're not gonna produce to what their contract they're, – they're, they're getting paid in their contract because that's just too much money. That's a lot of money. So um, if Koulibaly was four years younger, yes. You know, yeah, you do it in a heartbeat. I, well, I do it in a heartbeat. But for the amount of money that Napoli wants, I think we can go get a – I mean, I'm, you can probably go get a younger younger defender for half the price. You know, And, and then you have that younger defender for at least five years rather than Koulibaly – three tops at, at the at, at top flight, you know, top flight, um, play. So <coughs> yes, I'm agreement greens with you. Um, I pass on, I, I, this is a hard pass, hard pass. Yeah,
1: it's a hard pass for me, for sure. They can find someone else.
0: Yeah, they can find someone else. And like I said, I mean, access one, Zabi. you know, we have, we have defenders in our own, in our own system that, you know, can, I think sooner or later in down the road, can come in and 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 uh, produce for the club.
1: I know. I I I'm on 100% agree with that. And so I, like I said, I hope they start looking around for. know yeah, and and to all his credit, that's what he's been doing. Right, 25. What is what is James? 22. Basaka's 23, 24. Very young. Um, the only one that they've taken is Agallo, and, and He's not. He wasn't brought here to start. I know he's older, but he wasn't brought here to start. It was kind of a. Let's get him in, let's see what he can do. And yeah. he's ace paid off. But the most of the guys that he's picked up, um they've been younger guys. I mean, look so at the captain.
0: I, Harry Maguire. Yeah. Of the team. So he's I, young. Speaking of young people, Easy, Timo Werner, Chelsea has been confirmed. What happened to that rumor? And um are we going to be afraid? Of Chelsea are, are Chelsea going to be the new Liverpool for next season with him with the talent that they're bringing in young I don't it.
1: I don't think they will be I and I and I, I honestly think Werner wanted to go to Liverpool I really think that I don't think Liverpool could afford him um, the rumors were that that's where he wanted to go um, he he mentioned um, that he wanted to help rebuild a program and so I kind of felt like United was was on his radar as well um, I just think Chelsea came in at the right time, got him for the right price. Um, I think Chelsea are making great moves, I, n- no question about mm-hmm. it. I just think that when you look at Chelsea, it, they're kind of in that, that wave that we were just talking about. A lot of their guys are older. A lot of their guys are kind of on the decline. And so, you know, with you rebuilding, yes, you've got guys like Pulisic. You have guys like, now you have Timo. I think that's great. Um, nice but I, I still think I still think defensively they're not to where they want to be. That's wh- that's kind of why I really feel like we're going to get into top four. I think they're going to lose a couple of these games. Um, but I would say if they start getting a defense, because offensively going forward, I think they're they're legit. Um, but I think they've got holes that they need to, to plug, and I think that's something that Frank will probably be able to take care of this summer. If he does, then I'll say yes. But right now, I'm kind of on the wave of, United, um, Leicester, um, obviously Liverpool, obviously City. Um, I think those teams are projecting in the right way. I'd like to see, I'd like to see, see, I don't want to, but if you're talking about our Chelsea there, I'd like to see them get defensively stronger. And then I, and then I'll make that, um, that push to say, okay, they're, they're kind of back on the rise, but there's no question about it. I wanted Timo. I think he's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's going to do great in this league. I really do. Um but uh, so, it's, so it's a great signing and so we just have to know that you know Franks right there. He's smart. He's made some good decisions already. Mm-hmm. Um, they're above us and so you know it's on. I I I'm excited about it. But again, I don't think Chelsea are are all the way to where they want to be. They but they are making some good moves.
0: And What's up with Liverpool? I mean They're going the to win they're going to win the they're going to win the league and then have money? I I, I I don't understand, which is hey, it's a its good thing for us. I don't really care, but I'm like, they said every every outlet that I read or every, I mean, I watch on YouTube or, or read says that Liverpool's not going to spend. I mean, even, even after we won the treble, it's spend, you know, because he knew you had to reinforce the team, reinforce the team, reinforce the team. I mean, they're saying that Liverpool are, stra- are cash-strapped.
1: Yeah, and I think you're going to start to see that in the next couple years, you know, some of these guys not only are going to age out, but they're also going to, um, you know, be done at that, at that prime of, of, of their powers, if you will. And so I, I think we're, we're in the right spot. That's why I feel like if Chelsea get defensively strong as well, um, they're going to be another team in that position to where it's going to start to flip and rotate. Because, you know, if you look at City – you know they've got some great great players that are young. Aguero starting to 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 be on that other side, if you will. He'll probably go back home and play. Um, <clears> you know you you look at you look at United's players. You look at Chelsea players. They're younger. You know again we go back to Liverpool. Older players, good players. Mane, uh, you know good good guys. Firmino good, but they're a little bit. They're older. They're not you know they're not uh, they're not those young fresh kids that are trying to make a spark. They've made their spark. They're probably going to win the league city. Same way. Um, you know, the Agueros of the world, they've won the league a few times. And so things will start to shift. I think next year is big. I think it's, it's a, it's a situation where, you know, Oli wants to make sure that they guarantee champions league. And I think the year after that, that's when he says, okay, boys, look, we've been together three years It'll be the third year. Now we challenge um, for the league. And so, um, for me, I just think that Liverpool—they've—they've they've reached a peak. It's a huge peak, right? They've oh, won the league; hadn't won the league in thirty years. But I think again, those 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 players that are there, that have been there, they'll start to age out. They'll start to run out of their primes, and they'll they will get caught. It's it's going to happen.
0: But I mean, why should I mean? You think the Henry the Henry Group um, that own them um, manage their money well better? <coughs> why are they so cash cash strapped? I've not heard an explanation. I heard, all I just said, they're not going to spend because they don't have the money. They're not going to spend they don't have the money, but I don't hear an explanation of why.
1: I don't know what guys are on per week, but I would assume, you know, that front three is probably on a minimum of 200 a week, mm-hmm. if I had to guess. Um, they've got Virgil, who's probably, again, you got another big money guy on your back line, your keeper as well, another one, um, and so they've got They've got big players, and for a reason, they're one of the best teams in the world, So, if not the best team in the world. So, you know, once that happens and you don't start to replenish that, I think the only signing was Minamino, who I love. I think the kid is is awesome. Um, played for Leipzig, uh, uh, which is great. Uh, played with Holland uh, in the Champions League. Um, that's really the only kid who I've seen that they've brought in.
0: Is so that the Japanese kid?
1: Yeah, yeah, Japanese kid, Minamino. He's really, really good. And then Origi, but... You know, Origi's 26. He's
0: been off and he's on. He's coming
1: off the bench, yeah. right? So he's not really a young up-and-coming. He's kind of in his prime and doesn't mind coming off the bench. Um, same thing with uh, who's the other guy, a uh, little short, fast. <clears throat> his name's – I'm drawing a blank. Shakiri. Shakiri's not a young spring chicken. He's really good. He's actually been linked to, uh, to Newcastle. Um, I think, like I said, these guys have kind of – you know, they've got – new manager came in tore out all the dead wood brought in some fresh players you know got them to a point got them to a point and now they've reached their they reached the peak um, I think they'll get there uh, and then you know you got to turn around and say okay how do we replenish um, because these guys are going to eventually start to decline as far as their production goes and so um, I just think that United is primed um, I think Chelsea again if they can get the defense right they're mm-hmm. primed. Um, and then you start looking at other clubs that you didn't really think about: Sheffield, Wolves, those clubs. Mm-hmm. To where you start thinking, okay, what what are they going to do once this "quote-unquote" decline of these older players for Liverpool and City starts to happen? Because City still still have some younger guys. I think Phil Foden did not even start; uh, he's there. Jesus does start; um, he's really really good player. Sterling still uh, in his prime, so you know they still have players that that can get it done. Um, but uh, I just I just feel like you know, they're, I'd like to take a look at their books to see where they're at as far as where wages are per week. That's probably has something to do with it, because they're not going to bring in any scrubs. Um, I just thought, man, $58 million for Werner. I thought they'd have been able to pull that off bargain. Uh, and uh, and get it done. And But, you know, they didn't.
0: But, All right, you. last but not least, Kai Havertz, uh, Byron Leverkusen, right winger, yeah. midfielder, <coughs> player, Obviously, United are favored as we as United are favored in every transfer out there., uh, but they never happen., uh, but is he would he be a better and cheaper option for Jaden Sancho because he does play in the right wing? The only thing i don't i don't I know he comes in a lot, and we have players on this team that play in the right but float in, play in yeah. the right and float in. And Jane Sancho seems like he's a true right winger to stay on that right wing, put in some crosses, put in some passes. to is Havart. A would it be? Because where would he play in the midfield? You know, if 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 all things all things are equal, uh, we keep Pogba, Bruno. Um, maybe we get Jack Realish like you like we're talking about. But yeah, where would a player of that of that stature, a young player, very young, I think he's like twenty or twenty twenty two, twenty one, twenty two, yeah. uh, young player, tearing it up in the Bundesliga with Leverkusen. Uh, <coughs> he plays the right wing which is a position we need, but he just, he drifts in, he drifts in, we've had too many players come in this, in this, in this, in this, in this team, play on the right and drift in, to where it's like, dude, come on, to stay on the fucking byline, I think Jen James is probably the only one, in the recent past, that actually will stay on the byline and put a good cross in, Um, I think, I think people will disagree with me on what a good cross in, but if he doesn't have a, a striker on the end of it, then everybody says it's a bad cross, anyways. That's a neither here nor there about Antonio <laughs> Um <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, Jane Sandro. We are, we talked about it. We beat that. We beat that horse dead last week. Yeah. So I really don't want to get into what it's going to cost us. Would would this be a better option? What do you think?
1: I don't. I wouldn't say better option, but I wouldn't be pissed. I'd be happy. He's, he's a really good player. Go check check his stat line. He's he's ripping the Bundesliga up. That's exactly where Sancho plays in the Bundesliga. <laughs> so, um, it's not, it, you know, I don't know if you want to label it like it's a great league. It's a really, really good league. It's mm-hmm. got, it's it's the only issue they have is the parity. Like I think Byron's won it seven years in a row or yeah. something stupid, but he's ripping it up. Um, so if he comes and we don't get Sancho, because I mean, the rumors that I'm hearing lately about Sancho is that he's not going anywhere next season. He's going to mm-hmm. be there. Uh, next season, and it'll have to be the season after next. So I I would, for me, if you get Havertz in, I would be extremely um, excited. Um, you know, yes, he may want to drift in and, and do those things, but I think you come to a new club, um, Ole can now establish. I think th- this is this is where I, I, I will give Ole more credit, and I'll talk about Havertz as well. Um, it's difficult for him, for Ole I'm speaking of, to really – conduct and have a system because i always bash him he's not no system he's got no when you don't have any midfielders it's difficult for you to really conduct and have a system because you can't really have a, a system of play to to come from the defense to give it to the midfielders to pass it through to, to to get into those channels to the to the forward so you can score a goal he has that now that that excuse of no midfielder bruno fernandez is here and he's shown that he can play in the premier league at a very high level and compete and have no problem he's got pogba back let's see how he fits back into the squad he, my point is he's got a midfield so he so so now that he, he's has that if havers was to come in he can say listen we don't need you floating we got two guys that are that can float around with the best of them we need you to stay over here stay in your zone stay on the byline do your thing get past people make smart passes make good crosses if you need to get into the box, get into the box. But I think now those excuses are are over with. And I think Ole, like you said, is going to have to uh, be tested. He's going to have to show what he's worth. Um, and I think that this kid, if he does come in, I think now is the time where you'll actually see a system and a, and a, and a pattern of play in place to where he'll come in and we kind of can plug him in, uh, i.e. like a Liverpool does, where they can just plug a person in and they just know – this is exactly what my coach wants me to do so i think he could do it Mm -hmm. um so no i i i'd I'd have him in a heartbeat i think he's a really good player um you know and if 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 byron's going to do what i think they're going to do which is say you know we're going to say oh well we'll give you 100 we want 105. okay here's 105. you know what we want 110. i think they're just going to keep doing that until deadline day i don't think he comes uh in the summer i think it's next summer um, but you know, if you can get if you can get the deal done with Havertz, uh, with we, you know, with clubs losing money with not having fans, get him for a good good price, get him in, and I I think he comes right into the team. Um, uh, we can talk about the the presser with Ole later. But I think Greenwood, if he wants playing time, that's the only other spot that he's going to be able to play, um, unless you know he's just you know bound and determined to come off the bench. I don't think he is. I think he wants to start. And so I think he challenges. I think they're right around the same age. They probably played against each other in international matches, um, you know, U U twenty one matches, and so they know each other. So um, it'll it'll be really exciting. But yeah, I, I'd take him for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, when he when he talked about when we talked about last week, I'd rather have Havertz. You know, money wise, financially, I think it's good. Um, and I think you put it you put it a pretty good, put it in perspective. Um, if we have Pogba, Bruno, um, he's gonna have to know his role. I mean, yeah. if, if Pogba's world class, he'll have that cachet to say, "You stay over there, buddy. Uh, we got this middle. We don't need your help here in the middle." And, and it's on, it's
1: gonna be on Ole to say, "Look, Pogba, yeah. we don't. We need you to do what we want you to do. You're not. Mm-hmm. You you don't run United. Mm-hmm. You know, Bruno, you don't run United. This is what we're gonna do." And I think I think he's gonna be able to do it. I think that's going to be the determining factor on whether or not they bring him back. And I'm talking about Ole is if he can say, OK, I've got you've got world class up front in Marcus Rashford. You've got world class in the middle with Bruno. You've got McGuire, who's on the up and coming. And you got got Bissaka. You've got players all throughout mm-hmm. the pitch who can make plays. How do you as a coach take all that talent and make it make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's it's really for me going to be on him. To say, look, this is the style of play that I want to play. This is what I want to do. This is how we're going to win championships. Not win league games, not get top four. This is how we're going to eventually win championships. And so I'm really excited to see that because, I, again, um, I'm not going to make any excuses for him. He's the co- he's the coach at United. He's not the coach at uh, Cardiff. He's not the coach at Moldy or whatever it was called. This is This is the big boys league. Um, he's the man there, and he's proven himself. P- you, you, only in or out, you can't deny that he has not proven himself to at least give him an opportunity with this group to see what he can do. And I think bringing in another young kid like a Sancho, like a Havertz, like a, uh, you know, uh, I think, I think uh, who was the other kid that was rumored? I'm drawing a blank now. But anyway, he's going for the younger, developed Coming into their prime, type talent, you can't deny that either. Um, let's just see what he does with all this this talent that he has.
0: Well, you talked about it. all this pressure, press sir, not pressure, press sir. Most of the yeah. pressure, uh, press. <coughs> I'm tongue tied today. Most of the press, uh, sir, <laughs> or press conference, I should just say, press conference, uh, yeah. was uh, revolved. Uh, what I saw on United TV was revolved around Marcus Rashford, and I wanted to get that. We'll talk about it towards the end because I think it was it, it, it's uh, it's it deserves its own its a, its own section. Uh, but it really didn't get much out of out of you know the team. Um, you know they talked about the team and how they've been practicing yada yada yada. I think the when he talked about the team, the only thing I got out of it was Axel Twanzebe and Phil Jones are not available to play. So we have a full squad. We have a full squad. So let's talk about the game this afternoon you see yeah tottenham yeah. v united predictions uh lineup predictions predictions score predictions and what do you, do you think oh you think Mourinho uh, the, the special one has something up his sleeve
1: I think the special one is definitely parking the bus I don't think he's going to switch from that mm-hmm. I think he's going to rely on the, the players that he that were injured to come out and just Try to make something spectacular happen. Yep. Um, Deli's out um, again, acting a damn fool. Um, like I said, it happens on every club. He acted a damn fool and got suspended, so he's out. Um, so I think he's going to be dependent on Lucas and 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 Son and and Kane to to make something happen because he's going to sit down and he's going to park a couple buses back there and see if the likes of Bruno, the likes of Matic, the likes of Pogba, the likes of Matome can break them down and, and score and score a goal or two. Um, my prediction on the, on the score, I think we're going to score two goals. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think our defense is, 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 is solid. I know the break's going to hurt a little bit because it, 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 it you're not having that cohesive not cohesiveness, excuse me, not having that time together. It's going to hurt a little bit as mm-hmm. far as a real game goes. I know they've played before, but I think we're solid. Um, I think we'll win two to one. That's that's been my score prediction. I'm not gonna go away from it. Um, I think, like I said, I think our midfield is just so much stronger, and I think going forward, um, I think we're strong as well. I don't think Pug was gonna start. I think Ole said that not in not so many words, but I think to your point earlier, I think there's too many games that we have to play. You don't want to bring. Paul or Rashford, for that matter, back to start <clears throat> right away because he does have five subs. Now, he did say that he doesn't really believe in the whole five sub thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of thinks three subs is enough. Um, but if you look at back, go back to the Arsenal game, I think they lost Xhaka within three minutes, then lost another guy within the next 20 minutes. And so, you know, good thing for them they had five subs because they went and used everybody. All five uh, during that game. So, I think strategically, you sit Pogba on the bench because I feel like if a player has been playing for an hour, uh, hour and a half, and then you bring on not hour and a half, but you know, an hour and say seventy the seventieth minute, you bring them in, and they've been out there running around. Here comes Paul Pogba, fresh feet, ready to roll. That's going to be difficult for them to deal with. So, um, you know, we've got good options. You know, I I think the team that we had already had been winning games and getting clean sheets, I think, would be would be fine. Um, I would start Osaka, obviously, Mm -hmm. Um, Lindelof, for sure, Um, Harry Maguire next to him and Luke Shaw next to him. Um, That midfield three, if you will, it would definitely be Bruno at the 10, Matic uh, there beside him uh, and then Fred. Would be uh, on the on the opposite side of that diamond or mid three, if you will. Up front, I would have if Rashford's ready to roll, I'd have him out wide. Everything that I've been hearing is that he is mm-hmm. um, Tony at the point and James uh, on the other side of him. I think that's what he's going to go with. Um, I would be surprised if he did anything differently. But again, if you look at where I think he's going to line up, you still have the likes of McTominay off the bench. You have Paul Pogba off the bench. Um, you still have, uh, you know, players that can come off and make an impact. Greenwood could come off, uh, come on for James. You've got players that can come in and actually make a difference. And so I don't think Ole's going to set back. I think he's going to come at them. Um, and I think they're going to have a hard time dealing with it. Um, and I, like I said before, I think we come out, uh, with the win today.
0: I told, I, I'm going to agree I agree with you in the lineup. And I agree with the energy, um, the energy that uh, we'll bring, even though we're playing at Tottenham. Um, and I'm very, what you said earlier when, in regards to the previous games, that um, it didn't seem like the um, it didn't seem like the the home court uh, home field I'm sorry, home field advantage didn't, didn't to play a part in those matches. Um, seemed like everybody was, you know, pretty on a level on a level playing field. I think that's benef- benefits United, especially when you play at uh, well when you played at White Hart Lane. But now this Olympic Stadium, kind of this whatever they have right now, right. You know, It's not very conducive to fans, obviously. Right. Um, so uh, I I like the fact. And when you say a will park the bus, I think I think he will. <laughs> I don't know if Deli Ali not playing is is a good thing. Because when they were playing, were playing with him, it was they weren't doing too hot either. Uh, Harry Kane coming back, uh, is that the X factor, or is he? Did are they bringing him back too quick? Uh, that's the question we have to ask. Um, obviously, Son top class. The dude has speed, flat burners. You know, so you know him and Harry Kane on the break. That's gonna probably. I'm probably going to be on the edge of my seat when I see that because who do we have coming back in the midfield to to you know to or the defenders other than Juan Pascaca Spider Man um, great can Luke Shaw or Lindelof because obviously Harry Maguire can't uh, can they cancel out Son on the break right so I think so. go ahead I mean so the only the only other option. Is that I think is either you know um, changing the back formation to three to basically a back five, right? Um, you have Lindelof, McGuire, and Shaw as your center backs. Then you have two wing backs, right? Brandon Williams, Basaka, that could help counteract the um, the the, the uh, what do you call it the break. Pogba, Bruno, in your midfield, and then your three up front. Can you be the, the three up front that you already already had said? Um, I think that'll help the counterattack, and that'll help. That'll probably help in our uh, in our attack as well. Uh, if you have Bruno and Pogba playing together, having some cohesiveness, and then you have wings coming off to 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 link up with Rashford, Martial, and James. I think that could probably help. To help counteract um, counteract what the Tottenham's going to be doing, trying to do, like you said, parking the bus, because we can bring a lot x amount of people forward, but yet we have. I'm not saying man marking, but you're kind of man marking Son and, and Son and, and Son and Kane. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. That's just a pipe dream for mine. Um, but that's something I've been thinking about the past couple of days. And how do you how do you quiet the the Kane Son um, link up? Because they are a de- they're a deadly link up, uh, and that's what I you know that's what I came up with. Because Brandon Williams, I think, has more speed to 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 kind of to um, cancel out Son's speed. I think I think um, Luke Shaw will get burned uh, on a one a one v one with Son. And obviously.
1: Nope. It's a possibility. I mean, I think I think Shaw, I think obviously has turned it on and looked better. Oh, yeah. I think the one thing that I'm kind of banking on and this is it, it could hurt us as well is that you know, Kane hasn't played in a very long time, neither has son. And so Rust is gonna be a thing that yeah. that's gonna it's gonna factor in um, with these guys. I mean, I don't I know Obama Yang is not on son's level or Kane's level, but he looked like trash. I mean, I'm just gonna come out and say he looked horrible. Um, wasn't involved, couldn't get the ball to him when, when they tried. and That's not really his fault, but when he was on it, he didn't really do too much of anything. So I really feel like the expectation for me first game is to just kind of see how the touch is, how how we're connecting with each other, the cohesiveness, mm-hmm. because it's there's going to be some rust. Um, there's going to be some rust. It's not going to be horrible, I don't think, because like I said, the, the Villa game and the, the Sheffield game, the Villa versus Sheffield game, it wasn't like... Everyone's touch was horrible, but there were times where you're like, oh, man, that's kind of bad. So I feel like, you know, yes, it's not their fans won't be there, but anytime time you know, they're going to they're going to run through everything like they normally do. They know millions, literally millions will be watching. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're going to go through the whole deal. They're going to do the Black Lives Matter deal. They're going to do the the uh, deal for the NHS. So there's going to be a lot going on emotionally is what I'm trying to say. And they're they're going to feel that. So um, I just think that with those two being out for so long, with everyone being out for so long, um, it may be difficult for them to get right back into the flow of things. Um, and I really feel like it's going to be hard for both of those players that you mentioned to go a full, six, a full 90 minutes. Um, and I think that's to our advantage because I don't really feel – too nervous about what they have coming off the bench. That's oh, kind of where yeah. I was a little shocked that, you know, he said he wasn't really going to utilize the five uh, the five subs. And he didn't really say, I'm not. He just said, I think three is enough. That's yeah. that's kind of what he said. So, um, no, I, I, I think your points are valid. I mean, that's what they're going to... I think that's what they're... I think everyone kind of feels like, look, he's going to park a couple buses, but as soon as he has an opportunity to counter, he's got world-class players up front that can make magic happen. I just think our defense is so stout. Um, You can track, like, I know you don't, maybe you you use the word man marking. I don't have a problem with that. You know, why can't I stick Fred on him? Matic breaks up play so well. I think he might sit those two back as CDMs and say, listen, we don't want to get into a position to where."
0: Sorry about that, guys. We had a little technical difficulty. We lost EC, Um, (laughs) try to get it back on, but, um, we're gonna have to fix that for the next pod. Um, basically we're wrapping up the Tottenham Manchester United, uh, game match this, uh, that we have this afternoon. And I totally agree with EC. I think the lineup uh, is going to be pretty similar to what we left off on prior to the COVID, um, uh, break i guess we call it covid break right so it's pretty unfortunate but uh prior to the break i think we're going to go a similar lineup the exact lineup that he said uh the lineup that was actually working with the the midfield with fred with fred matic and bruno obviously rashford's probably the newest addition because he's back from you know he's back from being injured so um i think you know we'll have an attack but i'd really like to see the lineup that i said earlier, I think it's more potent, uh, I think we'll have more, more possession, especially if, if uh, our former, our former, uh, our former manager, Jose Mourinho, uh, comes in and, and does what he usually does against big teams, parks the bus and plays a counter-attack, <coughs> all right, we'll wrap up that, um, that, I, I actually wanted to actually give um, a shout-out, I mean, because obviously a shout-out's kind of... Um, shout out for me doesn't mean anything, uh, but a uh, recognition to Marcus Rashford and what he's done in the UK um, with his organization. Uh, it's amazing for, for this kid to be the, the age he is um, and be so involved in, 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 as an activist, especially for hunger for young children, uh, you know, fighting, uh, fighting, you know, you know, fighting for... Kids that you know don't get a meal every day um, or enough meals a day. Childhood childhood hunger. There you go. Oh, I had a brain fart there, guys. Uh, you know, fighting for you know fighting for a child to end child childhood hunger. And what he's done is campaigns, especially during this COVID uh, COVID break. Um, you know, he's been getting recognized throughout the whole you know the whole UK and even here in the in the United States. And I really applaud this young man for keeping to his conviction you know as young as he is he can you know be doing the, the dumb stuff like we talked about jack grealish right but this kid, kid seems like he has the head on the shoulders and he's using his platform for a greater could a greater cause and that is childhood hunger um people just don't know that um you know there are kids in your city in your little town wherever you might live across this world you know that go to bed hungry uh, my wife is my wife's a sixth grade teacher and um, some of the stories she, you know, she, you know, she brings, you know, she brings home um, are of these kids in her class that, um, you know, don't you know, are afraid to go on Thanksgiving, Christmas, and summer break because they don't have the same resources they do at school. Because here, here in in Texas, I don't know where how it is in other states or maybe across the world. In Texas, um, at least in our district. Uh, the kids are provided breakfast, lunch, and an afternoon snack. Obviously, uh, some kids don't take advantage of it. Obviously, you know, because their parents you know provide them with those things. But some, some kids, you know, uh, are are not as fortunate as most as most others. And uh, the school provides that. And you should see. I mean, you know, you should see that, you know some kids you know discard food and they think as food is a luxury, you know, something that they're supposed to have. While others, you know um my what my wife said is more appreciative and she you know she tries to even though they're not supposed to she tries to uh you know save up some of the non-perishable items you know uh some of the the, the Cheerios, the you know things like that um um cereals you know something that they could take with them so that it doesn't um it does, it doesn't spoil or you know saving up some apples or you know saving an extra tray for a kid that you know um that's not going to get at home. That might not eat. He might eat at three o'clock in the afternoon and um, he's going to have to wait to, you know, to eat at, you know, eight o'clock the next morning. And it's, you know, it's heartbreaking because you think as as a society today, um, you know, we spend so much, again, I hate to get political, but we spend so much, like, say, on the defense, right? We, you know, defense budget, you know, especially here in the States. But yet we... We lack their, you know, lack our pressure, our most valuable resource. We kind of leave it up to the parents, and sometimes parents, you know, don't have their 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 kids' best interest in mind. And you know, kids, some kids are given a bad hand in life, uh, but you know, we shouldn't turn our back on them. And what Marcus Rashford's doing, you know, in his foundation, I think he even got the prime minister to reverse course on, on not to stop, to not end. Uh, free free meals for young children. He, you know, and that's something that, uh, that had you know speaks volumes for who Marcus is, Marcus is. But you know, I think he he's 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 shedding light on an issue that every country that we grew, you know, that we you know that we inhabit throughout the world, that our most valuable resource is is our next generation, are our children, and we should do everything in our power as a nation. To nurture that, and the one of the most most you know the most um, the way you have to do it is to feed him. That's nutrition, nurture, and nutrition the same thing, right? So what he's doing is it's amazing, guys. And um, if you don't get a chance, read up on it, see some of his, his interviews, and um, if you can, support his foundation to end uh, to you know try to end childhood hunger and um, and also to um, you know to support his cause. Um, but um, like I said, Marcus Rashford, uh, you know, he's a true hero for being so young. Uh, he's a good, he's a good guy. Um, like I said, guys, uh, sorry about that uh, technical difficulty with EC. We'll get him on. Hopefully, we can do a pod. I know it's Father's Day on Sunday, so uh, hopefully, we do a pod the Saturday or Monday. You know, game. You know, uh, game and review, game cap and preview for the next match. So hey, thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, special shout out to Ro from the Ro knows podcast uh, H- Mark Hutch Ice Son aka Baron Von Black with the South Texas Trainwrecks and the Pink Floyd Pod and Victoria of Ice. she's back in South Padre guys uh, she's there she'll be there for the end of the summer go check her out at Alice, Alice in Wonderland food truck uh, support local businesses guys wherever you are stay healthy stay safe wear your masks wash your hands and Lucky Diaz where you at hey! be nice